call is now being recorded. Hello, and welcome to Not Another Random Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. And today's our very first episode, which is also a special episode because... Episode 3, Revenge of the Sets, because I remember seeing it in theaters with my parents, and I got one of the best naps in a movie theater. Really? <laughs> well, at the time, I was like, hey, what did you expect? But I've grown to love them. It is actually my favorite one, though. It's probably one of my favorite ones, too. I remember I went to the drive-in with my mom and one of my friends. We went to go to a buffet beforehand and then went to the movie, and I was, like, literally blown away by it because you got to actually see Anakin's transformation into Darth Vader. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen on screen. I was really sad when he pretty much got his whole body chopped off. I mean, yeah, but he kind of deserved it. But still, how would you feel about your arms and legs being chopped off in lava? He deserved it. He shouldn't have went to the dark side. That's true. All right, you're right. You're right. I just always admired his hair because I've tried to grow my hair out so many times that I couldn't do it. (laughs) Oh, well, he does have nice hair. (laughs) But anyways, uh, how have you been uh, enjoying your quarantine? I swear to you, I went to the gym before this and dropped like 15 pounds, and I'm pretty sure I've doubled that. Oh yeah, I've been getting I've been gaining weight too. It's awful. I'm, I started I'm starting a I started a diet today though, so hopefully I can lose some more of it. Well, it doesn't help that like every day I go down to visit my parents because my dad and I have been binge watching Ozark. I finally got them to start watching it, and every day he just makes cookies or like makes me an ice cream sundae or something, and I'm like, no, I can't do this. But then, like, I smell it, and I'm like, ugh, one won't hurt, and then I find myself eating, like, ten, and I'm like, ugh, damn it. You see, I have the same issue, which is why I try to not eat any of that stuff too often, because I won't stop. Yeah. No, that's definitely why I look like I do. Man, when I was a kid, my weakness was Oreos. That's still my weakness. I don't keep junk food in my house, because I had the whole mindset that... When I go grocery shopping, I'm just not going to buy it, and then I'm not going to eat it. But now that, like, I can't go anywhere in public, and I only go to my parents' house or my cousins, they both have just, like, a bunch of, like, junk food. So I'm sitting there eating junk food constantly, so it doesn't matter if I have it or not. That sucks. But speaking of, you said you uh, you and your parents were uh, watching Ozark. Dude, yeah. How is that show? I haven't seen it yet. Both my parents watched it, too. It's amazing. I'm in the middle of season two right now with my dad. And uh, I don't know if I should give any spoilers, but I kind of have the um, mindset that if they haven't watched it yet after it's been out for so long, then that's their fault. Uh, That's how I feel, too, because, like, I posted, like, Star Wars Episode Nine memes and people were like getting pissed and I was like, dude, it's been out for two months. Get over it. Right. That's the only thing I hate about Ozark is like how long it takes a season to come out because a season will come out and then it takes like a year or like a year and a half for the next season to come out and I'm like, oh my god, I need to rewatch this season like five times just to remember what's happening. I do the same thing whenever like I'm getting ready for a new season of something to come out. I refresh myself by watching the season before, just in case I, like, make sure I remember everything properly and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I think one of my favorite parts right now is the season finale of season one, when, uh, like, the leader of the drug cartel, like, not... I, I guess he, like, has a boss, too, whatever, but, like, the person who is, uh like, the leader for Marty Bird, like, Marty Bird's boss, which is played by Jason Bateman. They're at these uh, two people's houses, like, 
they're at the Sinaloa's house, and they're trying to get the Sinaloa's to make a deal with them to put a casino on their land. And they finally got them to make a deal. And Dell was, like, Marty's boss in the Mexican cartel. And he looked at Marty and was like, only you could convince me to work with two rednecks. And she blew his brains out with a shotgun. And, like, the look on, the look on my dad's face was priceless. I was waiting for it. That's awesome. Yeah, my my mom hates the show. Tonight we were watching it, and we watched two episodes, and it left off with a cliffhanger. And my dad was like, we need to watch another one. And my mom was like, damn it, we already watched two hours. <laughs> so, so we watched three hours tonight. So, yeah, it's very good. I love it. That's awesome. I, I'll probably check it out at some point. Yeah, because everyone I know that's seen it and said it's been fantastic. Yeah, make that some point after we record this episode. Yeah, obviously. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, tonight, literally, like. Uh, I don't know about that. I've been, uh, I've been going through all the Friday the 13th movies because there's so many of them, and I don't think I've seen all of them. So I've been watching all of those. I've gone through the first three so far. I'm going to probably put the fourth one on tonight. Yeah, I uh, I I don't watch horror movies. I live alone, and last night a centipede was crawling on my ceiling, and I thought I was gonna die. So I don't think I could do horror movies. Oh, <laughs> oh this is this is like a slasher movie. That doesn't even really count as a horror movie. Yeah, same thing for me. Same thing. I remember. A few years ago, I think it was probably 2016, I stayed at a friend's house for a warp tour. We were going to warp tour the next day, and uh, I was crashing on his couch in the living room, and it's like 2 a.m., and I'm getting ready for bed, and he just turned on wrong turn. I'm like, what the hell are you watching? Like, and he's on, like, the other side of the living room, like, just falling asleep. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, I'm sitting there, like, looking out the windows, like, with my head covered. And, yeah, I I can't do horror movies. Oh, yeah, see, I usually only put them on at nighttime. It's really weird. <laughs> That's, like, last time I would put them on. Like, maybe if it's 10 a.m., I would put it on. But I, I can watch Paranormal Activity. Those are the only movies I can watch without getting scared. Eh, the first one was alright, but then after that, I was kind of, like, done with it. I've just always thought, uh, what's her face? Her name's Katie, right? Um, I think so. I don't remember. I've just always thought she was hot. (laughs) I don't don't remember what she looks like, but probably right. Yeah, I think that's why it didn't scare me. So when do you think all the quarantining and social distancing is going to be over? Oh, don't get me started, man. I'm pretty sure everybody will hate me for my opinion, including you. All right, let's hear it. I think America is taking it way too fast at opening up. I know that we need to keep our economy, like, safe or whatever you call it. I'm not into that kind of stuff as much as you are, but... uh. I think that we can open some things up slowly, like retail shops and whatnot. But, like, as for restaurants and opening every single thing back up, I don't think we're ready for that yet. Which doesn't really answer your question, but I wasn't ready for an interview, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I think... Well, I mean, there's certain things you can open back up with. Concert venues are a big no-no right now. I agree, and I think restaurants are on the list of no-nos. I, I'm i kind of torn on movie theaters. Because you, you can wear a mask to a movie theater, and you can sit really far away from people in movie theaters, and they can sanitize the movie theaters really well in between movies. And I mainly just want to go see a movie. But you could also put the same thing for restaurants. Seat people at every other table. 
no one too close. Son of a bitch. What? Maybe I just don't want to go back to work. Have you ever thought about that? Dude, I have to work every single day. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not the reason at all. I just... I I don't know. I I just don't want to die. Well, if you don't... Home while restaurants open, you shouldn't open movie theaters either. Okay, okay, so I don't know. That's probably more. That's probably more of a risk. But no, I'm not even going to start that argument because it's dumb. <laughs> I they thought about it in my head. Up what was it? Nothing. Don't even worry about it because if I if I think about it in my head and I think it's stupid, then you're gonna think it's stupid. I might not. Let let me hear it. I was gonna say at movie theaters you can wear a mask. At restaurants you can't. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I'm one of those people who I don't eat popcorn or anything, so I didn't really think of that. I mean, that's an argument you can make. Like, yeah, people buy snacks there in the movies, but... What's the, uh... What's the, um, strangest thing? I don't know if strangest is the best word for this, but... What's the, uh, craziest thing you've ever snuck into a movie theater to eat or drink? Um, I don't think I've ever snuck anything super crazy into a movie theater, just... You know, the normal lining your pockets with candy you got from the dollar store. Uh-huh. Um, no, well, no, one time I, um, I was that crazy at McDonald's. That was pretty much it. Okay. I, uh, I took Taco Bell one time, and I also took in some tall cans of that piece tea. Yep. Yeah, that was, I think, the craziest thing I ever took in. I guess it's not that crazy. Yeah, it's not crazy. No. However, one time I did run out of a movie theater because I was, like, looking at a time and going to tell my friends when it was, like, coming on. And I tripped over a crack in the sidewalk and just, like, did a face plant. My God, that sucks. (laughs) That reminds me of... I was on tour, and uh, I was in Indiana, and it was, like, nighttime, and I was walking down the street, and I was, I was, I turned around, and I was like, ooh, a white castle, and my foot got stuck in something, and I tripped, I caught myself, and then I tripped again, and face-planted right on the ground. It was awful. Uh, you know, I don't think I ever ate at White Castle so good. I like Jack in the Box a lot. I've never had it. When I lived in California, I'm surprised I lost weight because that's what I was eating a lot. Yikes. Yeah. I, uh, like, I think Grubhub and, like, DoorDash and stuff were a weakness for me out there because, like, I, I don't have that. Like, even where I live now, I still don't have that like where I moved back to because it's a small town and I wouldn't trust people anyhow because everybody in this town are like they're on drugs or drug dealers or some sort of whatever I don't trust them but uh so I I was just like I thought it was cool at first to be able to get like Taco Bell delivered to my place so I remember, like, asking my aunt and uncle every day if they want anything from Taco Bell for, like, a week because I would just get Taco Bell. But I worked out a lot out there, too, because I was close to the beach, so I was, like, motivated to be hot. (laughs) (laughs) I I totally understand that. And now, like, my... Go ahead. Oh, I see. Even, like... I don't use DoorDash or Grubhub too often. I order food, like, once in a great while. It's never too often. Yeah, I've been uh, cutting back on a lot of, like, delivery and stuff until this pandemic hit. And now it's just, like, Pizza Hut and 
like every pizza restaurant in town. That's what everyone's been doing. Everyone's been like ordering food like um every day uh there's a Domino's like down the street from my work and a few of the guys come to my work every day to get gas and whatnot and um they're always telling me that they're like super busy because everyone's just ordering Domino's. Well, they should be making good money. Yeah, that's what they said. They said that they're doing good with tips and stuff, but they're just super busy because everyone's ordering pizza now because no one wants to go out and just order food. Oh, I'm sure. My my main weakness is Starbucks right now. The uh, the one barista knows me so well. Like, I was there ordering. I normally order ahead on the app. But one of my one of my cousin's sons stayed over the one night at my apartment, and um, I took him uh, to get breakfast, and we just went to McDonald's through drive-through, and Starbucks is right beside it. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go get a coffee, and I'm really particular about my coffee. Normally, I only drink Starbucks. I don't know why, but so I went up Starbucks, and as I was ordering in the speaker. The girl was like, is this Michael? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. And she's like, hey, what's up, Michael? And I was like, oh, my God, That's I need to coming here every day. See, I've never really been a coffee drinker, but, like, to me, I feel like Starbucks is just expensive. It is very expensive, but... Dunkin' Donuts is, like, two buildings over from Starbucks here, and I don't like it near as much as Starbucks. I've tried a few different coffees there, and I don't like it at all. Like, it just has no flavor to me. Yeah, I have friends who love Starbucks. I mean, who love Dunkin' Donuts over Starbucks, but I can't do it. I feel that. I feel like Starbucks, for the price, it should be better than Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I think it definitely is, but that's just me. I I don't know how everybody else feels. Maybe I'll add a poll to our website and people can vote. That'd be awesome, actually. We should do that. We'll do that. Go to our website after you listen to this and vote. And we're going to take a quick break. And this is a song by a band called Outwave. The name of the song is called Enough.
back. So right on this band bracket that I've been seeing all over Facebook, it's a bunch of brackets that all have band names written on them, and you pick which one out of the two you like, and you keep doing that until you narrow them down, and you have a winner. So um, I'll start. This is early 2000s pop punk. Right. So first off, we've got Sum 41 and Mast. Mike, what you pick? Oh, easily Sum 41. I didn't hear of Mast until like two years ago, if I'm being honest. I'm the... When I was a kid, but like, I never really got into them. Um, so I'm definitely going to pick Sum 41. They've been like one of my favorite bands since I was like, I don't know, whenever All Killer No Filler came out, I think I was like, Eleven or twelve, I heard that. I heard that record. It instantly fell in love. Oh man, yeah, I remember hearing um in too deep, and like when I first started playing guitar, I was like, "There's no way I can play that solo." And then a few years ago, I learned it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That was me too. Like I heard Fat Lip, and I was like, "Oh, this song's sick." But then I heard in too deep, and I was like, "That solo completely rips." And then I eventually learned it as well. Dude, like when he's coming out of the water playing it. It's so sick. And the music video, yeah. Alright, next we got Zebrahead and Good Charlotte. Um, this one's easy for me to go with Good... I like to go with Good Charlotte. That's what I'm going with also. Um, Zebrahead's super sick. But I've always been a fan of Good Charlotte since I was a kid as well. Like, that first record came No, I think. I first heard them when the anthem came out. That was my first introduction to Good Charlotte. And then I went and got their first record as well. And that was also super sick. Yeah, basically, same thing with me. I heard the anthem. Um... Dude, I remember one time watching Drake and Josh when I was a kid and hearing the anthem on, like, the second episode of the show. And I, like, died. And I bought that album. And I bought the album before that. And I also remember back, uh, The Chronicles of Life and Death came out when I was in fifth grade. And I remember wanting to hear Predictable, but... This was back before I had internet, so I couldn't download it. This was in 2005, so I don't even know if that was possible at the time. But uh, you would know that better than I do. But anyhow, so every night I would sit with a little tape recorder and listen to the local radio station. They had a countdown of top music. And as soon as Good Charlotte came on, I recorded it onto a cassette tape. I used to do that all the time. Like every day, I was in my room with my radio, my blank tape, recording all all my favorite songs I heard on the radio. I just didn't think that through because I did it in like the middle of the cassette tape, so I had to like fast forward all the time until oh. I found it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, next one. All right, so the winners of that round were Sum 41 and Good Charlotte. Yeah. That's round one. Round two, we got the Ataris and Autopilot off. I don't even know Autopilot off. Yeah, I have no idea who they are. Um, So I'm going to go with the Ataris. Ataris have always been dope. I only know two songs by the Ataris also, so... But I'll go with them, too. Alright. Then we got, ooh, Green Day and Simple Plan. Oh, man. Oh, this one's a doozy. Wait, hold on a second. Are you listening to When You're in Prison? (laughs) I can't believe you can hear that. Yeah, I remember like an hour ago when we were trying to get this to work, and I was like, I'm turning on music because I'm sick of listening to nothing. I uh, just... I turned on. I, I just turned on. I heard. I heard. That's hilarious. I heard the offspring playing, but it just dawned on me what you were listening to. 
Yeah, no, I just turned on the offspring for background music oh, yeah, right so, now. All right, so what do we got? So Green Day, a simple plan. Who's your pick? Uh, dude, I don't know. I I kind of want to say simple plan just because when this whole coronavirus shit is over, I have VIP tickets to pizza party with them and Newfound Glory. And if they hear this, I don't want them to kick my ass. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about that tour. And they are great live. But Green Day they is are. great live, too. You see, my thing with Green Day is, like, I know you loved Father of All, but I just... Meh. No, you know what, dude? I, like, oh, this one's so hard, because I I do love Green Day. The only albums I really didn't like were Uno, Dos, and Trace. And, like, there were still songs on them that I did, like, it was just the same as everybody else. Like, I didn't like any of them, like, the whole way through. I'm I'm going to go with Green Day, because if it weren't for Green Day, I would have never started playing the guitar. Um, so. They were one of the bands that first got me into it, too. The first song I ever learned was uh, Good Riddance. First song I ever learned on guitar. The, uh... So, I'm, I'm also going to pick Green Day, plus, plus American Idiot is a work of art. Yes, uh, the first, the first song I ever saw them play on MTV was American Idiot. They played it, they played it live, I believe, at the VMAs, and then, right after, they played the music video, and seeing them go crazy in that video, and how crazy Billy Joe looked, and then Trey, like, running around his drum set. I was like, oh, my God, and then I went and bought International Super Hits, like, the next day, and I didn't realize that uh, they sang Good Riddance, so I, like, freaked out, and my whole family had to listen to them for, like, 10 years, like, nonstop. <laughs> so good, though. All right. All right, next we got Midtown and the Movie Life. I'm going to go with Midtown. Midtown's still. Oh, the movie was still too, but I'm going to go with Midtown. I guess I'll go with Midtown. I don't know either of them offhand. <laughs> Next, we got Hidden in Plain View and Tsunami Bomb. Hidden in Plain View. I don't know who... See, I don't know who Hidden in Plain View is, so I'm going to go with Tsunami Bomb. No! Are you serious? Yeah, I have no idea who they are. Nope, dead serious. Oh my god, dude. I was obsessed with them for a long time. Just just their one album, Life and Dreaming. Yep. Oh my god. I'm sorry about your luck. Uh, I'll listen to them later. I'll check them out. Right. Yeah, you will. Ooh. Blink-182 Blink or Alkaline Trio? Blink-182. Uh, me too. I Don't get me wrong, I love Skiba. I love Skiba and Blink. But, like, Enema of the State was one of the first records I ever got when I was a kid. And I literally fell in love with it. Yeah, you already know my feelings for Blink-182. Animal of the State is the record that would... I know, yeah. All right. Plus 44 or Boxcar Racer. I guess I'll talk more on Blink-182 when we get down to the finals. Yeah. Plus um, 44 or Boxcar Racer. Plus 44. I'm probably going to swing that way as well. This was a really hard choice because both records are fantastic. But I remember what was going on when the Plus 44 record came out and everything that was going on with, like, the the breakup of Blink and how you can hear all those emotions in that record made that record that much more powerful. Yep, definitely the same reason I chose it. All right, so then we got Melancholy and Slick Shoes. What's your pick? Um, Melancholin. I don't know. Slick Shoes and 
carrying no cigar all the time on Tony Hawk really got me into them. Yep, I'm also picking Melancholy because I only know one song by Slick Shoes. Um, but Tony Hawk definitely helped. Um, right, MXPX or Phoenix TX? MXPX. Me, me too. Mike Herrera is a beast. Oh yeah, straight up. He's one of my favorite musicians in the genre. Yep, and he's playing bass for Gold Junior now. Oh, I know. I freaked out when I saw that, honestly. Um, alright. Then we got No Use for a Name or Sugar Cult. Sugar Cult. Same. Um, I've never really listened to No Use for a Name, but Sugar Cult is, I've always listened to them since I was a kid. Um, and we got Alistair and Halifax. Alistair. Same. One of my old bands used to cover Somewhere on Fullerton, uh, probably like about 10 years ago, and it was literally one of the funnest covers I've ever played. I I and don't the, I don't know much of their music, like, by name, but I remember back, like, five years ago, I just started getting, like, really, really back into pop punk, and, uh... They were one of the bands that I listened to a lot. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. The record that has someone on Fulton on it is... The whole record's fantastic. I, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's so good. Um, alright. Next we got Bowling for Soup and OK Go. Bowling for Soup. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even know OK Go was considered pop punk. Yeah, me either. But OK Go is pretty dope, but I'm going to have to pick Bowling for Soup. I only know one song by OK Go. I know a couple, but um, Bowling for Soup is definitely like one of my favorites. They've always been a favorite. I saw them at Warped Tour a few years ago, and they were fantastic. Then we got, all right, next we got Five Iron Frenzy and Reliant K. Reliant K. Oh, easy. Reliant K, definitely. Um, Newfound Glory and the Donnas. Newfound Glory. Same. I've listened to Newfound Glory since I was a kid. I still listen to them now. They're fantastic. I'm going um, to a pizza right. party with them, too, when this virus is over. Exactly. I remember that and month I dropped, like, $500 on VIP tickets just to meet my favorite bands. I'm... I remember telling you that. And then the shit came over. Right. Then we got... Yeah, and messed everything up. Alright, so next we got American Hi-Fi and Rufio. American Hi-Fi. I knew you were going to pick that. Yeah. Um, I've never really listened to... I've never really listened to Rufio, so I'm also going to pick American Hi-Fi. Yeah. Yep. Um... What's your favorite lyric by American Hi-Fi? I don't know. I don't know a whole lot by them, to be honest. My favorite lyric by them is, I'm counting on UFOs to beam me up. I just don't know how long I can take this shit. I'm over it. I'm counting on UFOs to beam me up. I just don't know how long I can take this shit. I'm over it. Cool, you gotta go. That's actually a pretty cool line. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I've I memorized it because I love it. Like, the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, I, this is very poetic. <laughs> All right. That was the first round. Yeah, it was. All right. Now we go round two. Yes, sir. So it's some 41 versus Good Charlotte. I'm picking some 41. Oh, really? Yep. I'm picking good Charlotte. Ooh. Alright. Remember that then. Yeah, I'm writing all these down. Alright, cool. Alright, then we got um, the Ataris against Green Day. Green Day? I'm I'm going Green Day. Have to. Alright. We got 
Midtown against Tsunami Bomb. No, mid um Midtown against Hidden in Plain View for you. Yeah. Um Hidden in Plain View. Alright, see I picked Tsunami Bomb against Hidden in Plain View, so I'm gonna do for I'm gonna pick Midtown against Tsunami Bomb because Midtown's one of the still one of the first shows I ever went to. All right, then we got Blink-182 versus Plus-44. Blink. I knew it. Yep, I'm also picking Blink. There's no way to not do that. Exactly. All right, All right. so we got Melancholm versus MXPX. MXPX. Also picking MXPX. There's no way I wasn't going to. Right. right. I know. What do you think right. of their newest album, their self-titled album? I loved it. I did, too. That's the album that got me into them, honestly, back into them. Oh, yep. Yes, I hadn't listened to them in a super long time, and then they dropped that, and I was like, oh, I was sick. Yep, me too. All right. Next, we got Sugar Cult versus Alistair. Um, I'm definitely picking Sugar Cult also. I I know way more music by them, and I've listened to them for way longer. Definitely have to. Yes. Next, we got Bowling for Soup against Reliant K. Mm. I'm going Bowling for Soup. Oh, man. What? I don't know. These next two are going to be really hard for me. This one and... Oh, the next one. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna choose Bowling for Soup. All right. Then we got New Fun Glory or American Hi-Fi. I'm going New Fun Glory. Mm, I'm going American Hi-Fi. Ooh, that's. Oh, I'm surprised, but all right, all right. Uh, dude, I know. Oh, I told you it's such a tough decision, but. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> that one, like, ripped me up. <laughs> all right, all right. We're, we're pretty close to the same on most of them. Yeah, we are. There's only three that right. we've disagreed on so far. Yeah. All right. Next round. Let's see. Hold on. I, I know that I had some 41 versus Green Day. Yeah. What did you have? Good Charlotte versus Green Day. Alright. I'm definitely picking Green Day. You know what? I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I'm going with Good Charlotte. Really? Yeah. I I will tell you why. Um, their, their newest album pulled me back in. I, I like Green Day's newer stuff. But I feel like the Charlotte's newer stuff kind of was more along the roots while it was so different. It was so good Charlotte. And it just, I don't know, I just like it more. It appealed to me more. That's, that, that's fair. Um, Green Day, like, I love all their old stuff up until... The trilogy came out. Once Uno and Trey came out, I was like, eh. And then they released Revolution Radio, and I was like, alright, this record's pretty good. And then Father of All came out, and I was like, eh, I couldn't get into it. But everything else I still loved. See, I wasn't a big fan of the trilogy, other than a few songs, but then after that, I got back into them. I wasn't too disappointed after that but I, I don't know man like I said like Good Charlotte has a feature on their new album too well their newest album with uh, yeah. Sam Carter from Architects for people who don't know which is one of my favorite metalcore bands and the lyrics in that song also just as uh, like one of the lyrics says maybe it's obvious we were born to be in hell and I don't know why, but that just fits me. You know how I am with depression and depression and anxiety. And when I listen to that song, it just I 
I feel it more than I feel most Green Day songs about getting drunk in my teenage years and getting high because I've never done that. So as much as I love Green Day, I just, I just like, I'm on more of a personal level with Good Charlotte. Yep. Alright, next we got, um, I, I know I picked Midtown and Blink-182. Yep. What do you pick? Hidden in Plain View and Blink-182. I you picked the same ones. I right. picked well, uh, Hidden in Plain View. Oh, straight yeah. up, yeah. I'm definitely going Blink-182. They've been my favorite band since I was like 10, so it's the past 20 years in my favorite band. Yeah, I'm going 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 to also, but uh, yeah, we'll get to it later. I'll tell you why they're not my all-time favorite band out of these bands here. Alright, so next, I had Melon Collins versus Sugar Cult. Who do you have? Didn't you have MXPX versus Sugar, Sugar Cult? Oh, yeah, that's that man, my mistake. Yeah, MXPX versus Sugar Cult. Yeah, I had the same. Same. All right. I'm definitely, I'm probably going to go with Sugar Cult. I'm going with NXPX. Surprising, but I respect it. I only know a few songs by Sugar Cult, honestly. I know a bunch of this stuff. Um, One of my old bands used to cover them all the time, so I'm super, I'm super impressed. And like all the shit we call music and whatnot. Yeah. Alright, next we had. I picked Bone for Soup against New Fun Glory. Who'd you pick? Bowling for Soup against American Hi Fi. Alright. I'm going Bowling for Soup. You're going to be very. To, I've listened to every single one of their records, and they're all super fun and just. I don't even know. They just always put me in a good mood. Yeah, their their records are really fun, and you're gonna be super shocked about this. But I'm still going American Hi-Fi. I had a feeling you were going new, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, learning the art of losing on the guitar, and I thought it was so cool because I wrote my own little solo right after the bridge of it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That was back when I stopped at the guitar. Well, more than I do now. Alright, so now it's like the finals. Yes, sir. I had Green Day versus Blink-182. Yep, yeah, I'm good Charlotte versus Blink-182. I'm going to have to go Blink. Like I like I've already said, my did my favorite band forever. Green Day has also been up there with me, but like not number one like Blink has. Blink has gotten me through a lot, so of, of course they're gonna be my number one pick. Okay, um, good Charlotte versus Blink Twenty Two. This one's hard because everybody knows that I'm a hardcore Blink fan, but within the recent years, I'm gonna go with Good Charlotte because you know what. Especially within the past few weeks when that Miley Cyrus collaboration was released, I think I have a bitter taste to her because I remember watching Hannah Montana and I just feel like I've been catfished by her because she was the first person where I had to guess if she was who she said she was. And ever since then, I've just been being catfished. (laughs) I hate you. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Right. But no, for real, I, I do. Like, their their new album was pretty good, but just Good Charlotte, I, I don't know. Like, I've just, maybe in three months, if we redo this, I'll pick Good Charlotte, I mean, Blank Me too. But right now, Good Charlotte's just, like, really high on the list for me. Oh, all right, all right, fair enough. <laughs> all right, next, next I had... Um, what did I have? I had Sugar Coat against Bowling for Soup. I'm going to pick Bowling for Soup. 
Okay. I am going to pick between MXPX. So between MXPX and American Hi-Fi for me, I am going with... Do you want to guess? American Hi-Fi? Yes, sir. I knew it. Yeah, they're so badass. Alright, now it's like the final, final round. For me, yeah. it was Blink-182 against Bowling for Soup. Blink-182 all the way. No, no explanation needed. Yeah, okay. Since you're not going to explain yourself, I will. I don't need to, because I've already explained myself three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Good Charlotte, though. You're not shocked. I'm not shocked. American High Five. Oh, why? What? No, no, I, I, no, I get that. No, American <laughs> High Five is good, but I, I would pick Good Charlotte, too. If those were my picks, I'd go Good Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody who knows me, if any of my friends listen to this, will be completely shocked that I didn't choose Blink-182. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know, I'm shocked, too. I had a few people who were very shocked when I told them my favorite band at the moment is The Amity Affliction because it's been Blink-182 for, like, five years. And they were very surprised. And I don't know, man. I just... Uh... It's not even a thing to do with Tom. I just, I miss their old sound, like self-titled sound. I get that. I understand that. But, I don't know, they, bands do grow and develop new sounds and whatnot. I think Nine is the closest to self-titled that they've hit so far since they go back together. I know. I, I agree. I... Like I said, I don't hate it, and I need to re-listen to it a few times, too. I think I got really pissed off when I saw a bunch of Fortnite dances in their music video for, uh... Dark Side. Yeah, yeah Dark Side. I, I, I get that. Because I saw that, too, and I was like, oh, God. I, but they're trying, to, they're trying to appeal to young people, too, because Liquid 82 is a, like a multi-generational band. No, and I get that. I just hate Fortnite dances. Like, it has nothing yeah, to do with Fortnite. I mean, Blink Me too. Like, my cousin's children will do Fortnite dances, and, like, I tell them to stop all the time because I hate them. Not not, not my cousin's children, but the Fortnite dances. <laughs> no, I get that. I think they're super lame, and they should not have been in that video. Right. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah. 
Father taught me to be a gentleman, so I'll keep this So now we're back, and uh, before we go, I found this podcast a few weeks ago from the Journal Podcast on Spotify, and it was about Apple and Google wanting to make the software that tracks the coronavirus, and uh, so I forced Eric to listen to it so that he could tell me his opinion on it, because I personally think he's smarter than me with this kind of stuff, so I wanted to know how he felt. Well, see... With doing stuff like that, I mean, it's probably some type of invasion of privacy of them tracking you, but they can already track you anyways. But I don't think they should be tracking people's phones to track the coronavirus. I don't think that's going to do anything because it can already spread pretty much anywhere. That's why everyone's wearing a mask to keep the spread down. That's like everyone was wearing like rubber gloves and stuff, but retail workers are also wearing them, which doesn't effectively work unless you put on a different pair of gloves for every customer. That's the only way that would effectively work. Because if you touch something that has any particles from the coronavirus on it, and then while you're wearing gloves, and then you, like, you know, touch your clothes or something, it... Effectively, I would imagine the coronavirus would be on whatever you just put your hand on or whatever. So wearing gloves is, for retail workers anyways, is redundant. It makes no sense to do that. I can see wearing a mask because, you know, it keeps people from getting spit everywhere or whatever. But as far as tracking it, that should not be allowed to happen. I'm sure the government, because it's what they do best, they will use it to track everything else you do as well. So right. Now, I I agree with you. I know there are other countries, though, who have started, like the Czech Republic, they started doing that without people's permission. See, that's exactly what it is, doing it without people's permission. That should not be allowed to happen. Right. No, I agree. And as for the whole mask thing, I'm sick of people hearing, I'm sick of people complaining about it because, like, today I was pumping gas and somebody pulled up across from me and they were coughing really bad, but they had a mask on. So I'm good. I'm alive. But, like, it's not that hard to put a mask on and people are making it like the end of the world. No, it's really not hard. Like, I go to work every day, I put a mask on, I take it off when I leave. I usually don't really have to go many places other than work. But if I do, like, you know, have to go to the store or anything, I put a mask on before I do. Yeah, like... Like, if... It's more for other people's safety. Right. Sure, just, just in case, like... Because I know some people are asymptomatic to it. They don't show any symptoms, even if they're a carrier of it. I don't want to risk someone else getting sick because my dumbass decided to not wear a mask. Right. 
No, um, I mean, the only thing I hate about wearing a mask is how often my glasses fog up. But that's not going to stop me from wearing a mask. And uh, every day, my glasses constantly fogging up. I can't stand it. But I, I still wear a mask. Right. I I actually just got my neck gator today from Dreamer, and uh, it's actually really nice. It doesn't fog up as much as my mask did. So this wraps up our podcast for this week. Make sure you tune in every week for for a new episode of Not Another Random Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. Peace out, Girl Scouts.